You're listening to the Ontos Podcast, where we explore the natures of stories and the pursuit of being and truth. I'm Vod. And I'm Matt. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music. Why read the Cosmere? Now... This was a question, thankfully, that I didn't have to answer myself. Um, Like I mentioned before, I found Brandon Sanderson through his free online writing lectures that he gives at BYU. And And they're amazing. Yeah, they're they're incredible. They're absolutely incredible. Even if you don't write, just getting an insight into his mind is fascinating. It's just, he's a fun, he's a fun, you know, lecturer. He'd be a great professor on any college. A, A very fun speaker. Now... Why read the Cosmere? This question was posed to me after I finished the Mistborn series because I learned what the Cosmere was after finishing the first Mistborn book because I was like, this all takes place in a shared universe. That's absolutely incredible. And the minute I learned that, I shut myself off, turned off everything, and tried to find what the Cosmere was without spoilers, which, let me tell you, is very difficult. If you look up anything related to the Cosmere and you're not looking at a YouTube video of some form of medium where a person purposely tries to explain the Cosmeres without spoilers, you are in danger. (laughs) I'm in danger. Indeed. (laughs) And uh, so because of that, once I found out this answer to this question myself, when we first discussed starting this podcast, I went, this is number one. We're going to start with this, and we're going to start with an explanation to why you, the listener should read the Cosmere, and I'm going to make the promise now, this is going to be 100% spoiler-free. So let's buckle up and do it. Okay, so why should we read the Cosmere? Well, the Cosmere itself is... It's incredible. It's a shared universe, very similar to what Marvel's doing right now, in which there's a series of different books, some of them standalone, some of them actual series, that all interconnect in a way in the shared universe. It's so it's so deep. It has so much deep lore. It's And I mean, I agree with that. I mean, but the thing I love about the Cosmere, at least as, as it stands right now, is, you know, when Marvel's, this is the Marvel Cinematic Universe was first panning out, they did it great because they had individual oh, stories yes. that started to link in. Every Cosmere story stands on its own. You don't need yes. to have read everything to have gotten everything out of it. Now, it is fun to see when Tony Stark comes in at the end of the Hulk movie, you go, oh, yeah, I understand the significance of that event. Spoilers for those of you who live under a rock who have not found the Marvel Universe. Um, Also, the Titanic sinks in the end. Um, But, um, you know, you didn't have to know that to hate the Hulk movie. But you can still, (laughs) you can still, um, you know, you didn't have to know, you know, these certain characters were crossing over to enjoy, you know, any Cosmere books. They all stand perfectly fine on their own. Yes. Now, if you do catch them in order, it is really interesting to see this character pop up in every single book or this other character from this other book. You go, holy crap, that's that guy who I yeah. thought, you know, you know, disappeared or whatever. He's, he's showing up here or being mentioned here. And that's actually pretty cool. Or all those times that you finish a series and you you, you feel like maybe the, the, the arc itself is over, but you're like, 
I wonder what's happening to this person afterwards. I know their individual story in this moment's over, but that doesn't mean the story of their life is over. And being able to allow Brandon to give you these insights and these little shows of, oh yeah, you remember that character? Here's a little more. Here's a little more. And what Brandon's really great at is taking like a small side character and then giving them like a really cool, robust story and they end up being one of your favorites. Um, But I mean, the big thing about the Cosmere itself is it's been compared, I think, pretty fairly to Lord of the Rings. Um, At least in depth, yes. I mean, like, I'll say this. I really enjoyed uh watching you know any kind of lord of the rings lore stories and i love like seeing the rich history that tolkien laid out and i love you know diving into something like that i was kind of itching for something like that something new that someone was really pouring stuff into a nice universe i could get into and that's exactly what this is i mean and the best part it is you know if you listen to any of brandon sanderson's lectures he discusses you know show not tell which is I think at this point for most people pretty obvious and explains itself, you know, show something, don't just list it out. And Brandon Sanderson does that excellently in his universe. Anything, it doesn't feel like you're absorbing a Wikipedia page. It doesn't feel like you're studying for an exam. Like everything that comes out in it is natural. It comes out when it's needed, not a second later or a second before. It is just an absolutely incredible way to deliver information and it really helps you avoid feeling overwhelmed. Like the Cosmere is massive. What, what were we talking about? Over 500 hours of audiobooks, which is the way almost I almost 600, yeah. Which is the way I consumed consumed the Cosmere. And that's without you talking about the encyclopedia pages, the yeah. words of Brandon. I mean, and that the, what, what I loved about these deep things is that he has a lot of these details written out, like the histories, the ecologies the religions, the, you know, the cultures, but he doesn't even tell you that. Like you find out later, like, oh yeah, actually there's this huge backstory for everything. That This explains like why this particular religion is this way or why this certain people talks this way. And he doesn't even have to worry about bringing it up. It's just a nice little detail that he built into it that he will maybe explain later. And that's what I loved about it was like, this is why it feels like when you read these books that, you're actually getting into a world that makes sense and that is real because these things are brought up. And this is like pretty much every single book except for Elantris, um, that he has like really, really, really detailed stuff. Actually, Elantris is actually pretty good. I know we like it's a it's like a meta thing to bag on Elantris, but actually Elantris has that's when he actually shows a little bit more than he usually does as far as his world's yeah. cultures. Um, but I mean, you're looking for a deep universe that you could spend a long time going into, then, I mean, this is a pretty, a really solid choice. But not just that, we're not even done. There's still mysteries into this universe that w- people are put, sitting down and trying to put together. And Brandon has answers for them. And that's one of the things I love about this series, or, or series, I say, this universe, is there's like a satisfying answer to pretty much everything. It's not just some rando, like, oh, it's mysterious because it's mystery. Oh, you need to fill in the blanks yourself. Um, I mean, I know there's a lot of artistic merit in that, but I honestly, I just, I'm one person who wants satisfying answers. Like that's what I'm here for. Yeah, and I'm gonna go ahead and piggy off, piggyback off that real quick, and kind What's of. What's a piggy? Oh, <laughs> go ahead. Some sort Sorry. of uh, animal. I hear they're delicious. Mm. 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 Now, piggybacking off that a little bit, the magic systems, like you said, a satisfying answer. 
there's a lot of authors in fantasy, at least from my experience, that believe that magic should be mysterious. Stuff should work because magic. And Brandis Sanderson takes that and goes, no. Magic is great. Magic is wonderful. Magic is exciting. But there's a reason magic works. And not only are you going to experience the the creative and amazing sides of magic, you're going to learn how they work. And you're going to learn how they work in depth. And at least for me, that was a massive selling point. I, I you know, Some people might disagree with this, but I love the idea of there being an almost like in-depth scientific, you know, their science, scientific reasoning for why these things work. And it, it, it shows like the layers of complexity and it shows the, the knowledge Brandon has of his own world because, man... It's hard to say this without with, with avoiding spoilers, but like, it, it it you'll just have to you'll just have to jump jump in and tag along. You'll you'll see. Well, I think you know there are examples you can give because the other thing is is that you know every you know every book or at least every world that you know a book is set on has a different magic system, but you can see how the magic that was in that world shaped the world that it's in. Yes, I mean, and that's the thing is like you know every world is different as a result of the magic that's there that is different from the other worlds. And that's what really got it for me. And the magic is different as a result of where it came from. That That's what's right. interesting, too, because this is all this shared same universe, right? And so when you go into these different stories, that was one of the questions I had initially once I learned that the Cosmere was connected, and I actually kind of looked into it a little bit. I was just wondering, why are there so many different sources of magic, but they're all connected like it's it's just so interesting and fascinating to look at and one thing that i want to mention too that you brought up that could scare some people away and i'm going to be the first to stand in line here and and stop you do not run away the cosmere is not completed yet but do not run away because brandon sanderson unlike other authors that we aren't going to mention right now i mean it's kind of chilly and kind of hot i don't know but other, unlike other authors, he is cranking books out. If you haven't heard of it yet, the Kickstarter that Brandon had, he just wrote, what, four or five books? Go back to he was churning it out. A truck went behind you and it, we heard it. Where? You said he was churning it out. He is churning them out. Like, wait, Brandon is here. He's churning them out. Uh... Okay, let's go back to unlike some authors. Okay, we'll go from there. Unlike some authors hmm, that we're not going to discuss here. Mm. Mm, yeah, it's a little hot. It's a little cold. Mm. You know, unlike some authors, that. Brandon is churning books out, sometimes multiple books a year. If you have not heard of Brandon Sanderson's Kickstarter that broke records as being the largest Kickstarter, I think, up to this point, he wrote four or five books during COVID, like some ridiculous amount of books, and that was during his break time. Yeah, he was just like, eh, in my spare time, uh, I accidentally wrote five books. Yeah, and so because of this, and something that we're going to discuss, especially when we start discussing what we're going to choose for where to start in the Cosmere, Brandon Sanderson can finish books. He will not leave you hanging. The only thing that's going to stop this man is time itself. 
that's it. And I mean, and you could tell, like, you could tell he loves what he does. I mean, yes. he's very passionate about his work. He loves the, I think pretty much, it looks like he loves every aspect of being a writer. I mean, he, if you could sit him down and just let him write, he would do it. But he loves the fact that he's building this universe to the point where, like, he has his own staff. Like, he has, like, a continuity guy who keeps track of it. He has a guy who does his postmark, which, I don't know, maybe that's what all, like, huge writers have, but it doesn't sound like it. He says that, you know, some people like to write books, some people like to have companies, but he's, like, setting himself up to make sure this universe happens. And something that I enjoy the most out of anything, he shares that love with the community. Absolutely, yeah. We, you, I think you heard us earlier mention the word of Brandon. If we haven't, here I am mentioning. The word of Brandon is one of the most important sources of information you're going to get in the Cosmere because he allows fans to ask him questions. He will not shut them down. He will tell them, you know, sometimes he gives a read and find out later, mm-hmm. sort of answer. But for the most part, if it's information that he doesn't have planned initially for books, at least yet, that isn't you know makes sense for a question that we would ask ourselves in this case when we're reading the books he'll answer it he'll give you a straight up answer he'll give the warning hey if you haven't read this yet this is a spoiler answer get out of here but if you have he'll answer questions we learn so much about the world in these little interviews he gives or like on his podcast or he sometimes does spoiler filled streams where he discusses things He's an incredible source of information, and he loves what he does so much that he can't wait to get in connection with fans to discuss the books themselves. It's incredible. Right. And so what we're talking about here is like you have a great universe. You have it's one that's very fun that has pretty much everything, you know, you'd be looking for as far as a fantasy story. And I mean, what I would say is if you like one of the books, you're probably going to like pretty much all of them except for Wondrous. Um I mean, they're all, like, really good. Yeah, we're dogging on Elantris a little bit here, but Elantris was, like, I would still consider it a slightly above-average book. Yeah, it's an above-average book. It's very... The reason I the reason I kind of bag on it is because if you were introduced into Elantris or um, if that's where you kind of start, if you like that book, I can tell you it only gets better from there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, if you didn't... Um, one, when we do our Elantris read-through, I think we have some points that will make you enjoy it even more. But two... Uh, it was Brandon's kind of first four way and to like being a professional author. And he learned since then, like, and he learned very quickly. Um, but my point is, is that like, if you read Mistborn or Warbreaker or, you know, even Stormlight, you're really going to have an idea of what all the other Cosmere books are going to be like. You kind of, you'll understand the kind of tone they're kind of going for, the kind of writing to expect, the kind of characters they are going to go into. Um, and I kind of like that. I like knowing, like, when I'm walking into a Cosmere book, I know what I'm going to be getting. Um, I'm not going to get, like, like say, oh, this is a different universe or a different, you know, kind of thing, and it's going to be set. And no, like, I know pretty well what I'm going to get. It can get horrifying. It can, you know, be exciting. It can be, um, you know, very depressing and sometimes, and, it can, and you're going to have, you know, those really big moments that really, like, make the hair stand up on on the end and that's what you know to expect from these types of books um there's a lot of consistency that comes with that yeah and let's quickly discuss on that point here what brandon sanderson i would like kind of consider like if we were to give him a rating like we give movies in this case his book his books are not young adult but and they they like you said they touch some like meaningful like meaningful things in the sense that you have uh, mental health discussed in it. You have 
you know, a lot of adult concepts discussed in it and like a lot of, you know, some, like you mentioned, terrible things and good things. But the way he goes into them is almost in, I wouldn't even give it a PG-13 rating. It, it's, it's about a PG-13, I guess. And I can really appreciate that because he does not shy away from adult themes, but he delivers it in such a medium that young adults can read this book as well. And they will have no issues. They won't be exposed to something terrible. It's, it's just a great medium. Right. And, and I think I, I, I think that's kind of that that's a decent point. It's a. Uh... Uh, he talks about, you know, pretty major themes, concepts, uh, but not in a way that's distracting. Let's say it like that. Um, yes. Like yeah. it can be shocking sometimes, but it's not distracting. And it's not something that um, he doesn't need to give you shock value to kind of give you uh, give you a, like a big thing that comes out. Um, and so that's my point, though, is that like about as bad as you would get in any book. It doesn't usually get much worse in terms of like uh, shocking content, let's say that. Yeah, and I think a good thing that I would say that I kind of just thought about was that it does. It, he doesn't glorify the things, right? When you look at other series, sometimes based on their tone they have, they'll lean heavily into, you know, the blood and gore of something. or They'll lean heavily into whatever they're trying to go for. It's almost like he gives it to you at like a straightforward value and kind of just wants you to react to it the way you just would naturally react to things. He doesn't try to force a feeling onto you. If something horrible happens, he's kind of respecting your own ability to go, wow, that was terrible. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've got, uh, you know, not to get like the super bad spoiler territory. I mean, you have, you know, people lose limbs. You have people who, you have, uh, you know, people whose eyes burn out of their sockets. Uh, you have some things that are, you know, even more emotionally terrifying th than that. But like again, it's not distracting. It's something where he goes, "Look, these the, the here's here be the horrors of war." You know, when people fight, it's like we're not just doing this for no reason. There are consequences to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but what I can say is like you're gonna love the characters. You're gonna love the tone. You're gonna know exactly what you're getting. And you have a guy who's passionate, who's gonna be you know who's all about making sure that this stuff gets finished. Um, and I mean. Not to be morbid on like certain other authors, but he's also a young guy. Um, yes, there have been authors in pat in the past who didn't who started their stuff in their sixties and they didn't end up finishing them for you know obvious reasons. And this is something that I, we can be confident to have decades worth of material for. Um, so I mean, you you got the makings for a lot of good stuff. What I'd say is give it a try. Give it a good start. I think we, we're going to be talking about where to start um, in the future. And I think once you get all that nailed down, then if you don't like it, great. I mean, you give it, you can give it a shot. But if you do, man, you're in for a wild ride. And there's going to be years and years and years of stuff that we're going to be able to hold on to. Yeah, for sure. In the future, we're going to discuss where to start. And what I say is if our terrible rambling here didn't do the Cosmere justice, which in honesty, it probably didn't. If you just give Brandon Sanderson one chance and one book, I promise you, you'll be here for the ride. He'll get you. Hey guys, it's Matt. Thanks for listening to the Autos podcast. You'll start seeing regularly scheduled episodes starting November 14, 2022. If you'd like to follow us, please consider subscribing. We're a small project, so please support us with likes and comments because that's what the algorithms create. If you're listening to the YouTube channel, please hit the notification bell. And if you really want to give us a boost, consider supporting us on Patreon so we can give Vaughn a better mic.